0: You are now listening to Babe Talk Podcast, episode 19, The Future Up Forever Young. I'm back with Elena Blevins for the third episode of the Skincare Bible series today. We're going to talk about all the glorious things you need to do to stay looking fresh AF. So let's get started. Sponsored by Babe Label. Go to babelabel.com and get 15% off any product from White Girl Sunscreen or the Babe Skincare line when you use code Babetalk at checkout. Welcome to Babe Talk podcast. I'm the host, Rachel Justice. Most of you know me as the creator of Babe Label, co-founder of White Girl Sunscreen, marketing genius, and serial entrepreneur. I want our listeners to know that if you have sensitive ears, there is some profanity involved <laughs> and it might get ridiculous at times. I'm excited to have the skincare Jesus, aka my dermatologist, Elena Blevins, from Southern Vain and Laser Center back on Babe Talk to discuss important matters like how to age like fine wine. And these are tips that don't involve Botox or filler. Like we discussed in the previous episode, the art of injectables. Awesome. So hey everyone, like Rachel said, my name is Elena Blevins, Um, and for those that are just tuning in and didn't listen to the past couple episodes, I'm a PA um, or physician assistant that specializes in dermatology, anti-aging, and regenerative medicine, which even includes stem cell therapy. If some of you aren't aware, a PA is a licensed medical provider. I see my own patients, write my own prescriptions. I'm nationally board certified in all medical specialties and licensed to practice medicine in the state of Georgia. Yeah, so what are your credentials, people? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, So, we're talking about ways you can stay forever young. Uh, I feel like, especially millennials, we just tend to think like Botox and filler right. are the only options that we have out there uh which there's so many more and, and now I'm just starting to learn about them but especially with my skin issues I wish I would have started forever ago like like maintenance yeah you know, we just tend to forget about that kind of stuff so <clears throat> let's just dive into the basics first and talk about like the one thing every babe thinks about is like moisturizers and serums really when you like right. get down to like ways to stay young and like eye creams i felt like yeah yeah exactly and you know i love botox um or we use disport in our office but i love disport fillers just as much as the next person but even if you're you know doing those procedures or if you're not doing those procedures having a maintenance regimen at home is super important almost as important as you know the occasional treatments that you'll have in our office so, there's so many different products out there that, you know, you can buy and they try to sell you on the internet um, or you can talk to so many different people that have different opinions, but really there's just a couple of different things that I really recommend. Um, number one, though, is sunscreen. So, the biggest thing um, that causes you to age is sun damage. I mean, and the thing is, is that when you're older, people feel like, oh, you're aging, your skin looks worse because you're older. Oh, well, you've had more sun damage, too. I mean, yeah. that's, like, one of the biggest things. I've seen 80-year-olds that look better than 40-year-olds. Yeah, that's a fact. I didn't pay or say it, guys. Right, it's true. I <laughs> know. <laughs> but, hey, like, my, yeah. my skin and my... I already have such bad sun damage because yeah. I hated sunscreen. I thought it was, like, the antichrist. Right. And, I mean, I even used to go to the tanning bed. It makes me cringe Same. to say that now. I worked <laughs> at one. Yeah. So, um, we just didn't know as much uh, back then as we do now as far as how important it is to protect our skin. So if you do all of these uh, expensive procedures in the office and even expensive creams that you take home to use daily and you're still not protecting your skin from the sun, you're, I mean, you're just fighting yourself. So still super important to put on sunscreen. Um, Again, of course, these are always things that uh, you feel like maybe they're common sense. but. It's so important to take your makeup off every night, y'all. Do not sleep with your makeup. I mean, we all have those nights, so we eat a little drunk. Mm-hmm. You go home, you just want to crash. So important to take your makeup off. They cause, you know, it will clog your pores. It'll cause acne, causes premature wrinkles, irritation, inflammation to the skin. So you always Oh, I didn't to know sure. it gave you wrinkles? Yes. Why? Well, well, because it's just inflammation and irritation. Anything ah. that damages the skin will cause it to prematurely age. Like, you want to keep your skin as healthy as possible so it doesn't, you know, know, things like that happen. So, yeah, you got to be very careful with that, too. Um, But besides sunscreen, um, the biggest thing I like, I'll kind of go through, like, morning and night routine, okay? So, in the morning, you always want to make sure that you wash your face. My favorite cleanser is CeraVe. And there's so many expensive cleansers out there. And CeraVe is an over-the-counter product. CeraVe has ceramides in it, um, hence the name CeraVe, right? Mm-hmm. So ceramides are things that you need in the outer layers of your skin to protect the barrier. It's so important. And I like the foaming cleanser. You can get it at, like, CVS. Yeah. Um, very, very simple. Uh, so you can just cleanse your face like that. And then afterwards, you want to apply a vitamin C serum. My favorite is CE Ferulic from Skin Suitables. Um, any vitamin C serum is great, but if you're wanting to know one that I recommend, it would definitely be CE Ferulic from SkinCeuticals. Uh, vitamin C serums, they have antioxidants in them that protect your skin from like free radicals that damage your skin. So free radicals come from the sun, other things in our environment. Um, not only do they do that, but uh, vitamin C serums also help blend pigmentation, uh, like you know if you have discoloration, and they also help brighten the skin. So they're very mm-hmm. important. That's like my biggest thing I put on in the morning. After that, though, I also put on a new product that I discovered um, within the past year that I really love. It's called HA Intensifier. HA Intensifier is also a skin suitable product. I do not get paid to talk about them, y'all. This is just <laughs> literally the best product line that yeah. you know I've seen over the years that I've been practicing. I've I've worked with Obagi, you know, Revision. Obagi's overrated. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's so many things out there, but skin SkinCeuticals, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. And if you mm-hmm. look at their research, it's very, very impressive. So, um, aging Intensifier, uh, the reason I like it is, you know... HA, hyaluronic acid, is what we use in fillers when we inject your lips or the rest of your face. Um, and when you apply this intensifier to your skin after your vitamin C, it actually increases your body's natural hyaluronic acid levels by 30%. Oh, wow. So if you, like, for maintenance, already putting a serum on your face that increases your body's natural HA levels, mm-hmm. likely you're not going to need as much corrective, like, filler in the future. Yeah. Um, so, I love that one, too. And also, HA holds in moisture, it keeps things moisturized. So um, that's really nice. If you're gonna go out for a long time in the sun, that's when the sunscreen, you know, this is when you have to put that sunscreen on after all of these other products. So if you're going to be in the sun for more than like 30 minutes, you need to reapply like 50 SPF, at least 30 right mm-hmm. um but if you're going to be out there for a long time you want to do 30 or 50 spf every hour you need to reapply yeah I don't let sun touch his face y'all i like for my <laughs> chest up yeah. i reapply every 30 minutes yeah. and then my legs everything else i do like every hour yeah exactly it's so important so um if you are not going outside for a long period of time it's important to have like a makeup or a moisturizer that has spf in it because we all get stuck outside accidentally talking to like a coworker or a neighbor or a friend and you're like, shit, especially in Georgia, it's hot as hell. And you can get sunburn just being out there accidentally. Well, what's even crazy, the only little statistical facts I know is that so UVA is the aging rays, and it makes up 97% of all the like sun rays in general. And it's just as prominent in New York City in the winter as it is in the Sahara Desert. And so, no matter what time of year it is, if you don't think you're getting sun, the UVAs, which A at the end, just think aging, because that's what I think of. And what's scary is, you know, the UVAs which is only 3% is what burns you. So just think of what you're doing to your skin aging-wise yeah. with the 97%. It's so bad. So crazy. And I mean, if you're not one to give a shit about skin cancer, number one, okay, Yeah. then you need to care about the fact that this is what's going to cause you to look old, yeah. you know, the wrinkles. So yeah. hopefully you would care about skin cancer, but some people don't think about that as much. You know, it's kind of like ignorance is bliss, that's in the future, I don't know, but no one likes to look old. Um, But I have seen, like, 20-year-olds with melanoma. It's scary. So you have to be careful, but it also um, is the biggest thing that helps, like, you to prevent aging. Um, So it's very important. So if you have, like, a, a moisturizer or a makeup with SPF in it, um, it will protect your skin when you accidentally get stuck outside and you don't mean to. And also driving. I mean, they've done research on truck drivers mm-hmm. where they look like two-faced. I mean, yeah, you know, from like that left-sided, you know, sun coming in the window, people still get damaged. So you have to be careful with that. That's why your makeup and your uh, moisturizer matters like a lot. <clears throat> and I would do everything you do on your face to your neck and your chest, just yeah. like Rachel was saying. You know. Her chest up, she does certain regimen versus the rest of her body. Um, it's not cute when you're older and you're wearing a blouse and your chest looks crazy. And, yeah. And your hands. I mean, Ew, honestly, yeah, I wear no. white girl sunscreen, like, all over my body yeah. every day. Well, and the huge thing, even if you, for some reason, don't like white girl, um, I think the biggest thing is trying to find a moisturizer or a sunscreen that's, like, a primer almost right. for your skin. And in Korean beauty, it's the last thing that they put on their skin. Yep. Yep. It's so important. So... Um, that's kind of like the morning regimen that I suggest. Um, you know, at nighttime, again, I, I suggest everybody cleanses with the same, like, CeraVe cleanser. Um, I like, there's a hydrating and a foaming. Foaming is better for patients that have normal to, uh, oily skin. Hydrating is good for people that have normal to dry skin. Um, I kind of have dry skin, but I still love the foaming because I just like something that foams up. I feel like it cleanses my face better versus, you know, something that doesn't. Um, but at night, after you do that, I like to apply the HA intensifier again. You don't do the vitamin C again; that's just in the morning. But HA intensifier again, and then you have to apply a retinoid, y'all. Seriously, retin A, retinoids, tretinoin, any type of retin. About to start. It is. I'm yeah, I just I got her a prescription. We're gonna get her started today. Um, it's so so important. It's the only thing that we see under the microscope actually cause cause like cell turnover at that small of a level. Um, so it will shrink your pores. It will help with like fine lines and wrinkles. It actually helps with acne because it shrinks pores and dries things up. Um, I'll talk to women who look beautiful and they're like 80 and I'm like, what have you done? Because I'm so interested. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I ate my vegetables and I started retin my face. <laughs> you know, they always say that. It's always yeah. about like retin So it's safe for your skin and it's super, super healthy. And if you start it properly, I mean, some people out there are going to be like, oh, no, I tried that and it made my skin, like, fire red and burn and peel and I hated it and was so uncomfortable. Likely, your provider gave you too high of a strength and you didn't start slow. You only need to apply, like, a pea-sized amount to the whole entire face. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to start, like, two nights a week for a couple weeks. And then you work up and you add a night here and there when you feel like you can tolerate it and you can always apply moisturizer afterwards. Yeah. Um, that's like what I really, really suggest at nighttime. Um, that's about it. You know, there's some eye creams out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I heard eye creams are just not (laughs) worth the hype. And well, the thing is, it's the driest area of your skin. So you need to give it the extra attention to moisturize. But you know, nothing like heals or turns dark. Like, circles, right? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that there's some things out there. First of all, all of these products should go underneath your eyes. The Retin-A, you have to be very careful um, because you can get, like, extreme dryness and even, like, really bad irritation if Mm -hmm. you apply it above like, that bone that y'all feel underneath Mm -hmm. your eye. Um, But when you get used to it, start applying, like, a baby, baby amount mixed with moisturizer underneath your eye. What's this? Like, do you see these little, like, dots almost or something underneath my eye? Which ones? Let's see. Look up. Oh yeah, that's a natural. Oh, she's yeah, like what? I which dots? It. I have dots all over my face. I'm fresh. She looks great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she's like, like which dot? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> These here. No, I mean I can just tell. That, well, one thing for sure, as like in the last two years, my pores have gotten so much bigger. Yeah, it's weird. It happens with aging. Mm, so gross. So you know, retin is gonna help with that. And the thing is, like, to have a smoother complexion, your pores have to be smaller. Some people will tell you that you can't shrink your pores. That's like a that's a lie. Like you can't, if you maintain it, your pores will stay small. If Mm -hmm. you stop doing retin A forever, they could try to enlarge again. Yeah, yeah, that's why these things are maintenance. It's kind of like wrinkles with Botox. Yeah, totally, Mm. exactly. So it's very, very important to do those things. I'm telling y'all, there's so many products out there, but if you could pick three products, it's gonna be your vitamin C. Your hyaluronic acid serum and then your retin A. Shit, sorry, y'all. I'm like <laughs> banging on the table because I'm getting she excited. Went, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> I'm like, where you Probably like making a loud noise on the microphone. But your vitamin C serum, your hyaluronic acid serum, and then your retin A. Um, and then, of course, you want to wash your face and always replenishing ceramides with like a wash like CeraVe um, is the best thing to do. So, regardless, if you're interested in other procedures in the office, whether it be Botox, chemical peels facials vampire facials fillers maintenance you have to do anyways so yeah let's um, dive into maintenance because yeah. you just like listed off a bunch of things yeah. like i don't even know about that i need yeah. to you know keep jumping on yeah. so things that you can do at a dermatologist medical spa Uh, that help you in general with your skin and staying young and whatnot that don't involve, you know, any injectables as far as like Botox and Juvederm. What are those? Yes. So there's a lot out there, but I will say if you're only going to pick one, it's going to be uh, the PRP facial. So um, it's also known as the vampire facial. If you've ever heard of that, a lot of celebrities are very into it. A.K.A. Kimmy K, Mm -hmm. which is all bloody. Yep, Kim K is famous, but she was, no offense, Kim K, if you ever listen to this, probably not. (laughs) But she's a little, you know, a little bitch about it. She's like, oh, it really hurt. But, I mean, she kind of complained about it, but even though she You know she's had so many surgeries, it's like, let's just chill, girl. It's it's not bad. Um, We numb you beforehand, but basically what a vampire PRP facial is, we have to be careful about using the vampire facial term because the guy that patented the term will... He has a heart attack. He's very uh, sassy. So, am mm-hmm, sure. um, Anyways, the PRP facial, mm-hmm. guys, um, is basically a microneedling technique when we add PRP or platelet-rich plasma from your own blood to your skin before the microneedling. So um, what we do when you come into the office... Um, is we take one or two tubes of your own blood. One tube, we consider it the facial, two tubes, we consider it the facelift. And I'll explain the difference like a little bit later. But after we do that, we spin your, um, and they're small tubes, like you would get drawn at a primary care physician's office, but Mm -hmm. we spin your tubes down in a centrifuge, which is this like machine that spins the blood down and separates it from, uh, red blood cells from your platelets. So it's like a clear yellowish fluid Mm -hmm. afterwards. So they call it like the liquid gold of rejuvenation. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. (laughs) Right. So, um, once we extract that, what we do is we spread it on the face, um, After we spread it on the face, we use a machine. Um, In my office, the machine we use is called the Vivace. So not only does it have microneedling, but it also is attached to radio frequency. So you'll see other offices out there that just have microneedling with like a skin pen or skin stylus pen. Um, those do not have radio frequency attached to it so ours is kind of like three times the improvement that Mm -hmm. you would get with another place. Now pause real quick just on like the whole micro needling thing because I was like what and I you know just researching like the basic so when you you know get any needles and could I call that like an abrasion I guess would that be technically? No 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 microdermabrasion is completely Oh no 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 but just like uh, like an abrasion like just getting like your skin like so but it helps. Like trauma yeah like trauma yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so when you do that it makes your skin rejuvenate and turn over cells faster yes. correct okay cool, cool Cool. yes exactly so basically what happens is that when you use a microneedling pen um in our specific vivace machine the pen has 36 gold needles mm-hmm. um, and they penetrate tiny little holes in the skin and so they're microscopic holes so you can't see them but that tricks the body into thinking there's a lot of trauma going on So the body starts to panic. Like your body when you don't eat and it's sore fat. Right, right. So it starts to panic. Um, Even if you like fell and cut your leg, you know, Mm -hmm. what it does is it starts to send all these rejuvenating factors to the area to heal that tissue. Mm -hmm. So it does the same thing with your face, but because the holes are so small, um, the inflammation is so low that it doesn't create scar tissue. It basically is rejuvenating non-injured tissue, and you don't get scar tissue. So you're tricking your body, and then you have your... Platelet-rich plasma seeping down into the holes, and that in itself has a ton of growth factors. Um, you know when you get like a mosquito bite or you have a cut and that clear yellow fluid Ew, comes out Yeah. Of it? That's what PRP is. I'm about to surprenate so on it, it, my face. Yeah, <laughs> taking out your mosquito bite. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, you know, that's what heals your tissue. So if you're causing trauma and then you put that on your skin afterwards, it's like threefold the amount of improvement you would get by just doing microneedling by itself. And then the radio frequency goes ahead and starts to boost collagen production and tightens the skin. And the downtime is very minimal. Um, you may look like you have a mild sunburn for 24 hours yeah. versus like other types. Um, I've seen crazy rejuvenation with this procedure. I do it. I love it. I like patients to have it, you know, when they first have it done like three times, one month apart each time, and then just like once a year for maintenance. And um, unlike Botox or fillers or Dysport, it's not a temporary fix. You mm-hmm. know, once your skin's rejuvenated, that's your skin. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So a lot of my patients that have this done, they don't have to get fillers or Dysport or Botoxes often. Yeah. Um, it tightens the skin, firms the skin, decreases fine lines and wrinkles, helps shrink pores, everything on its own. And that's your skin. Yeah. Um, So it's pretty incredible. And it's one of my favorite things. Even though I've had... Dysport. I haven't personally had fillers, but I've had disport, and I love it. Um, I still like to get these treatments because I really think it helps, like, keep me, like, looking young. Yeah, no doubt. It preserves you. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that would be, like, the biggest thing. Um, of course, in our office, we have other things like chemical peels, facials, uh, laser treatments, fractional mm-hmm. lasers. What's, like, between – okay, so chemical peels mm-hmm. – those are are there different like types? Yeah, there's a lot of different types. um and it would be really great for you know anybody to go into a dermatology office or an aesthetic practice and have like a consultation because mm-hmm. everybody's skin is different, whether you're a skin type one, which is super fair or skin type six, you know mm-hmm. African American type of thing. Um, you have to be very careful with which type of chemical peel is applied to your face because it can cause, like, burning and scarring. Oh, wow. Um When you're going in for an aesthetic treatment, the last thing you want to happen is to yeah, make things worse. So don't do a Groupon, guys. You know, go yeah. somewhere where you feel, like, very comfortable. And what's, um, like, the procedure When they yeah. Like, obviously they put on this product on your face. Yeah, and it depends on the type of chemical peel, but they put different, like... Um, you know, layers of the solution on your face and wash it off and it feels a little tingly, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you're a little red after and then depending on how strong the peel is you can like flake a little bit mm-hmm. um, or you can like peel like a snake it just yeah. depends like you know women that come in their skin's already like super leathery they're gonna need something like super intense yeah um, but not everybody needs that and then certain patients that have acne there's certain peels that are really great for their skin because the pH you know being acidic helps calm down like inflammation Um, it also kills bacteria so not only is it good for like scarring but it's good to kill acne mm-hmm. and then you have that like it also helps with anti-aging so there's a lot of different pills it's just best to go and have a consultation to see what's best for your skin whether you're more dry oily acne Mm -hmm. prone light skin dark skin etc um but they're good for maintenance to do every like you know a month or two, mm-hmm. right? And you can't be, like, in the sun, right? Because I feel like everyone gets yeah. a lot of stuff done in the winter. Right. You have to be careful, like, a week prior and a week after, which mm-hmm. how much how much sun exposure you have. Which is what's really nice about the PRP facials, like the vampire that we were talking about earlier, um, with that no downtime, you can be in the sun, you know... I mean, maybe 24 hours before or after you don't want to be in the sun. But besides that, it's fine. Oh, wow. So you can do those all through the summer. So if you're trying to get more chemical peels done or laser treatments done, do those in the winter. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. What laser treatments? So we have, like, um, a few different types of laser treatments at our office. And maybe one day I'll get, like, one of my estheticians to come and, like, talk a little bit more, like, in detail. Because um, we could go all day. There's so many that we have, and we have like the best of the best, like state of the art lasers. Um, but some just tighten the skin, and you want to do them like every couple weeks, mm-hmm. like Laser Genesis. Um, Other lasers, like fractional lasers, they'll literally look like you're charred afterwards. What? Um, And I really want to do it. I've never done it, guys. Yes, we will. What goes down. So basically, um, I wish I could show you photos. Um, My office manager, Andrea, her mom had this done, and she showed me the photos after. And your face looks charred. You know, for seven days, you're peeling like crazy. If you have anything important to do or if you care about anybody at work, thinks of you yeah. you cannot have it done but you absolutely can't have it done in the summer so but afterwards the skin is just so rejuvenated so it like destroys that top layer and really peels yeah. it back so that you have like new rejuvenated fresh skin underneath and wow. um, it's pretty beautiful some people just have it underneath their eyes like you were talking mm. about do creams help this and that you can have like eye peels eye lasers where you can just like spot treatment and those are like cheaper hmm and that would be like the best bet. Sometimes we even put fillers underneath the eyes for like dark circles or like oh, hollowness. Yeah. Um. So that's something else we can do for under eyes. Um. And there's even one cream out there called Tiamine. It's by like Revision. Yeah, it is by Revision. I'm <laughs> like, wait, yeah. Um. And that's the only thing I see help with dark circles. And you know, but it takes like three months. And you oh, have to be wow. careful. And a lot of times there's blood vessels underneath there, and it's like a genetic thing. And I don't know. Under eyes are weird. I have to... I can't really give my opinion on those to people just over the podcast without seeing them in person because they're all so different, like yeah. the reasons why they're having issues. Um, so, yeah. So, we have, again, those facials, chemical peels, lasers. There's a lot of things that you can do in the office, but you also have to make sure that you are... You know, doing a maintenance regimen, too. Don't just rely on those things in the office. Yeah. You definitely have to protect your skin from the sun. Um, But we just wanted to let you guys know that there were things out there besides, um, you know, Botox, Dysport, fillers to Mm -hmm. give you that anti-aging boost uh, via procedure um, that you need sometimes if you've kind of lacked a little bit or you really want to be preventative so that you don't have those wrinkles or volume loss come. So what is, you know, some closing advice that you can give babes on what treatments maybe to start with and how often? Like, let's say that they've never even gotten a facial before right and they have never even done fillers or or injectables Uh, what would you say is like a good way to like dip your feet in nice and slowly yeah absolutely well number one and i know this is obvious but it depends on the person it depends Mm -hmm. on your age depends on how much damage you already have you know if you're super young and your skin already looks perfect and you just really want to be preventative that's going to be something different versus if you've kind of lacked and you've never done anything with you're your skin, like, chemical pill on yeah. you now, girl. Well, well, the thing is, like, I love chemical pills and I love facials and I love laser. I feel like those are all just um, extra. Like, if you're really trying to go to the basics, I want you to do vitamin C serum in the morning. I want you to do a Retin-A at nighttime Mm -hmm. and sunscreen. Those are like the three big things. If you focused on that for three months, you will see a change in your skin. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it's really important that you go and get a consultation with a healthcare provider because – Maybe due to your skin type, you know, chemical peels aren't good for you. Maybe due to the fact that you're acne prone right now, vampire or PRP facials aren't good for you. Because I can't stamp needles into your face all over if you're super broken out with acne because you're Mm going to spread bacteria. Mm -hmm. You know, and then it depends on all of that, skin tone. So... Um, It depends on the person what type of procedure would be best for them, you know I love Botox and Dysport to get rid of fine lines and wrinkles that helps everybody regardless of their skin type Yeah, you you don't have to have a certain skin type to do that. But you need to take care of your skin and rejuvenate it. Right, it's I, I yeah, that's exactly the the closing argument I would say like with you know what Rachel said is that there's nothing more frustrating than trying to do procedures in the office for someone that expects so much, but they don't want to do maintenance to their skin. Yeah. So maintenance is key. Start there, get a consultation, and then slowly ease into those types of like procedures in the office, depending on your skin type and what your esthetician or your healthcare provider suggests. No, totally. Because you know sometimes you can be doing way too much if you try just to go gung-ho at one time. So definitely take little baby steps and I'm excited for our next episode because it's about yes. something I have no idea about which is stem cells and stem cell therapy so we're gonna dive on all into that the next episode talk to you babe soon